Yo, it's your boy Kush. This is no bricks. The time is 12:36 a.m. on Saturday. I'm here with Sunny, Harshan, Rahul, boys. These playoffs have been so unpredictable so far. But the Canadian weather might be even more unpredictable than the playoffs. We had snow today. I don't know about you guys, but I peeked out the window when I woke up and saw frost, and that completely ruined my whole mood. And I know you guys feel the same way. But at least we had an uneventful—not un, uneventful—an eventful night of basketball tonight to make up for that. We had a whole lot of buckets. Tatum dropped 50 against the Nets. Go to win. But the Nets ain't got nothing to worry about. The Nets in five. You know what I'm saying? More importantly, the Clippers pull it out in a must-win game to make it a series. Two to one. 65 combined points from Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. A 44-point near triple-double for Luka Doncic. And you guys know I couldn't be happier. Alright? I've been on here defending the Clippers like Rob Kardashian defended OJ during his trial. And... uh <laughs> So I need to make some time and give you guys my thoughts on the Clippers. Um, I mean, th- this game, the way it started, Mavs were up 19 in the first quarter and shooting the lights out. But the way they played, they live and die by the three. And when that team got cold, the Clippers kept being aggressive and it paid off. Benching Bat Bev was probably the best decision Ty Lue made. Um, Rondo, Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, they all gave him good minutes. Um... I mean, we all saw the first two games, though. Like, we all saw what was happening to the Clippers. They were getting their ass kicked. And they're still down in the series, so not a lot has changed. It's still... I mean, the momentum is still on the Mavericks' side. Um, Honestly, they were getting outplayed. They were getting embarrassed by this 22-year-old kid from Slovenia named Luka Doncic, who clearly took it personally that the Clippers would strategically try to, you know try to play them instead of the Lakers but they, because they felt they were an easier matchup. Well, guess what? It's not. It hasn't been. And, yeah, I mean, I could go on a rant about the Clippers, but I'm going to let you all go at it first. I want to hear your thoughts specifically about this game, what you saw happening in this game that you didn't in the previous games. And, obviously, there was some stuff that we pointed out that was still not happening. And there was some trends that we were still seeing, like the previous games, that need to be fixed moving forward. So let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I, I could I could go in on <laughs> what the Clippers are doing <laughs> wrong. Um, they don't look like again. I don't know. Understand? It's probably Tyler's coaching style, but their defense schemes have like changed completely, and I don't I don't know what's going on there. Um, terrible. Yes. Terrible. I, I like. It makes I, no sense, bro. Yeah, like I'm looking at what Luca's doing, and Luca's like has the full handle, the flow of the game, and and that's yeah, that's what Luca does. But you have two of two of one of the best, two of the best defenders on your team. I don't understand how you can't you know lock down Luca with you know with one of them at least. Um, and if I'm seeing switches and Zubac is on there, of course Luca's gonna like <laughs> dummy him every matchup. So again, it's it's concerning. Um, I blamed again. You, you, everyone's gonna ask who are you gonna blame. Are you gonna blame PG. You gonna play Kawhi. I blame Ty Lue. Um Yes, he made some good adjustments. You know, one thing not, you're not gonna do is blame Paul George. But go on, continue. Okay, listen. Did <laughs> this I say guy that? had to bring it up, bro? This guy. All right, listen. Your boy PG had a good game. Great, but he they need to do this for 
He's had a good series, not just a good game. Let's point that out. Hold up. It's been a two-man team with the Clippers. Then they're going up against a team that's probably eight deep. And that's the problem. The other guys didn't show up. Yes, but they need to continue this. Um, Whatever adjustments Tyler made, great. You know, Pat Bev hasn't been effective all this series. So, yes, he's not getting minutes like he used to. Great. Um, And Rondo's being uber effective. He's he's reading these matchups really well. So Exactly. um, I was excited when they added Rondo. I'm like, that's one of the smartest moves you guys have done as a franchise. This team needed someone just like him to fit. Um, exactly. Someone who, you know, who could like leave Kawhi and PG off ball, um, facilitate, um, you know. And be a vocal set, leader set play, too, Yeah, set plays. Yeah, set plays. Tell these guys, hey, you know what? You got to do this. Yes, he's not the best offensive player, but they didn't really need that as much. They need, they need someone who, who can handle the ball better. Um, exactly. And who's a veteran? He's you know he's got a ring on his head, two multiple rings on his head actually now, um, so that's gonna be very effective in this playoff run. They're down two one. Um, next games again, every game's crucial now that they're you know they're in the circumstance. So uh, for them to make the run that everyone's expecting, uh, they got to keep making these adjustments. They need to continue to you know put pressure um, offensively as well as defensively I, then their defense is not the same so i'm not sure what they need what they need to do adjust to adjust um we'll see I, again i'm excited this is one of the favorite my favorite matchups to watch because last year last season went to seven this season it could go to seven again maybe a little closer even sooner um who knows um but yeah again fun matchup uh if i'm the clippers i'm still worried because i'm super worried luke because Luca has pretty much just done whatever the fuck he wants. And listen, Luca is still the best player in the series. Despite what happened and, today, he still isn't. Yeah. That's why they should be confident going into game four. And so, like, this game, like, he was still able to do, and they still, I mean, they they got away with it. But, I mean, what I saw, Harshan brought it up too. Like, they're switching everything. You got Paul George or Kawhi picking up Luca, and then, um, you know, he calls for, you know, screen, and then they. Zubai just switches, or Pat Bev in the last game, he just switches, and they they were just content with that, and this guy was just carving them up. Um, that shit made no sense to me. This game, I didn't see a whole lot um, that was different from that either. So in that sense, like if they're going to continue to just let him do whatever he wants, that is worrisome, because Kawhi, I, honestly, Kawhi this game, I don't even know if he sat on the bench. I feel like he was playing the whole yeah, damn game. It felt like he um, was. Right, so like he's gonna be drained if this is going six or seven games. So they need to slow down the Dallas offense one way or another. They can't expect to keep up their own offensive production at this rate. So that's kind of what I'm worried about. Um, yeah, I would agree. I mean, they like, shot like sixty percent. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Clippers yeah. shot like sixty percent from the field. But I agree with both of you guys. I mean, the defensive schemes have been fucking atrocious. Like, it's infuriating to watch. Like, I don't know if you guys saw the the beginning of the game, but how many times, how many times did Zubac get switched on to Luka? That's barbecue chicken. That's what I'm saying. Just cancel the the Clippers. I said the Lakers. I mean, cancel the Lakers too. (laughs) Screw the Lakers. But yeah. Fuck that. This guy wants to fucking cancel the two best teams. Saying you want to watch like Boston? No, I'm not trying to say watch Boston. Okay. Lakers are fine. I just uh, screw Chris Paul being out. We'll get into that in a bit. But yeah. my take on the yeah, Clippers yeah. is you needed a perfect game from both your stars just to, you know, almost make it past the Mavs. 
just yeah. cancel the team, man. This team should have dominated the series. <laughs> I get they have Luca, and Luca's coming on, but it shouldn't be like you, you need a perfect game to just get by them. Like that's stupid. They should have blo- blown them out. And as for Paul George, okay, sure he's playing numbers, but this man is still twenty percent from three until this game. Like that's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. I I know like. Because you're going to defend him and be like, all his stats are good. And yeah, he's doing decent. But yo, you're the second best player on this team. You can't shoot 20% from three. Like, that's just doo-doo. So just cancel the Clippers, man. Unless they show up next game. Like, I think that's the critical game. But if they don't show up, it's it's over. It's a wrap. Because like, like you guys are saying, they don't play the defense. It's not like, okay, now let's start switching. It's magically going to work. Because... You're already down three one at that point if you lose the next game. So I don't even see them fighting can back. We, they just don't have that spirit. Can we can we also talk about Porzingis? This guy had like eight points today. This guy was just running around That's doing what cardio. I'm this man was useless. So, <laughs> so I mean if we're gonna talk about Paul George shooting poorly as a second option, let's talk about Dallas's second option. I mean, where was Kristaps today? He he was pretty much non impactful. And that's a nice way of putting it. He was trash. Yo, like, he was at a club. That's it. <laughs> he was he's clowning man he's actually clowning yeah, that seems probably hard banging some contract. la things yeah from I'm, I'm concerned i'm concerned for uh kp's career because again like he hasn't shown up since his injury as much as people wanted them to um he looked like a good fit for luca at the start but it's looking less like that as time goes on um he is a bit of a defensive liability um on the perimeter so especially one the way thing i'm concerned it. about is so um Luca was grabbing his shoulder a lot and he, he was getting it iced throughout like the fourth quarter yeah. and it seemed to ex- uh, affect his free throws That's cuz he's he carrying his team. End. That's what happens. You get sore. He's I'm carrying his team team on his shoulders. And that's what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Legit. No, no, <laughs> so like, no, that's, that's concerning though. If he if he, this is the issue that his usage his usage rate is so damn high. Um he gets banged up. He's not like a very, you know, he can't he can't take a hit like a lot of players can. He will feel. Isn't it. it crazy? Like what he's doing, bro. He's out of shape, and he's putting up forty, a near forty-four point triple double. He's not on... out of shape. He could be in better shape. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't have man... the endurance that Kawhi or PG probably have. Like, yeah, I don't of think course. So if he did, like, he, I... he doesn't look like he's fit. I'm saying he looks like yeah, he's an I mean, average like weight, like a Harden. But he's, he's got that baby this. fat on him. Yeah, I get it. But like, he know, gets away with like it a though. Paul, he's like a Paul. He's like a Paul. Like he's got that athleticism. Yeah, he does, and that's what he's gonna have longevity in his game, though. Like if he's trying to get up yeah. the floor all the time and all that, then it's gonna yeah, hurt I mean, him. More. His IQ, his his IQ is like off the charts, him, bro. Like exactly the way he's playing right now. I don't now know is why perfect. he's so unstoppable, like going to the rim when he's so slow. It makes no sense. Like you got you got Paul George and Kawhi with like 10, 10 time all defensive teams among the two. <laughs> Bro, and y'all can't I take mean, the assignment of guarding. He's a he's a mini LeBron but, man. I mean, the way he's like anyways, leading it'll be defenses. To see where this year's goes from like, here. Um, yeah, let's move on. What's the next series y'all want to talk about? Let's talk about Lakers versus Suns. So at least uh, it was somewhat interesting, but then CP3 decided to go down. So uh, you know, he decided yeah. to go down, man. <laughs> this man is th- <laughs> this man is th- yo. CP3 is a like six foot thirty five year old man. He's gonna go down if people hit him. And like, come on. <laughs> Like I, yeah, I'm, but... I'm, you know, like I, I'm worried for the Suns for sure. Like they had an amazing game one, um, game two was a tight game, and then Chris Paul, like he got, he's still pretty banged up from previous game. And looking at game three, man, like oh man, like not looking the same. 
They have, do not have the firepower for it. Series is over. You know why? Because LeBron was out there just fucking toying with the Suns last game, which I the and I, I was I saw a bunch of people tweeting this too. Like, you know, when LeBron's out there just having fun, like it's over. Because this man did the same shit with the Raptors too. Everyone knows LeBron too. Uh, so the way he's playing, the way he was just like, this guy, this man violated Jay Crowder like multiple times last game. <laughs> and eight, that 80s, shit was disrespectful. 80s, 80s making his way back, right? Like he's turning into his former self. Honestly, if I'm the Suns, I'm worried right now. No, the Suns are nothing without CP3. He just controls the pace and he gets some of those high yeah. percentage looks. And he takes pressure off Devin Booker. Like right now, Devin Booker is getting doubled, and he's not great passing off the double, um, as we've seen like in the last couple of matchups, especially yeah. against the Lakers, who are great defensively. So, I think they're they're just done. If CP3 can only dribble with one hand and he's not going to shoot threes, they're pretty much done because they have no other player. Exactly. Yeah. CP3 makes that team go. He's a floor general. As good as Devin Booker is, he can't. He needs somebody else to be the guy that to facilitate the ball to get him open looks. He's still not as good of a shot creator, especially against an offense like the Lakers. It's just not going to work. I, I don't think that they have a chance without a healthy CP in the series. If the if this if CP was healthy though, I feel like this series is completely different. I actually think the Suns would be up to one in this series right now. If CP I, I think was it would be because closer, because I don't know if they'd be up like two one. I can't like, I don't have a guarantee button out here to guarantee that. Mm-hmm. But, um, like Chuck. but like it'd be closer. Guarantee. You know that that's what I think. I I yeah. agree with you. It could easily be two one, but the way uh, 80s playing right now, they have no answer yeah. for AD. Um, so maybe it comes down to maybe you know, the last couple shots. Whereas like recently, it's just been like. LeBron just toying with everyone. But yeah, 80's yeah, on a roll, man, yeah. and th- that makes it scary. But 80, 80 at the five, man, this guy is unstoppable, man. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't obviously like undercut the Suns yet. Again, like my, I, again, my biggest concern is always the Suns bench. I can see this, these rotations that come off the bench. I'm like, oh my god, like it's it's not good. Like they they need to definitely add some players in the off season to get that bench a bit more beefier um but yeah it's 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 time like the lakers if they've woken up um yeah, i know I, everyone is expecting this i was i was concerned i've, I've mentioned this a pot already i was already concerned before but it's still early in the series it's 2-1 um i honestly think that yes the lakers they, they're they're on a good momentum but the suns do have the capability of being in we already seen that so Let's wait for the full series to end and let's call it then. But yes, yes, they've had so, the they've been games. putting up a good fight. You guys, yeah. you got I wouldn't. They've been I wouldn't. Up a good I would, fight. It's not. This is not like where the Clippers and Mavs series where it's like Clippers. What are you doing? It's like no Suns are doing something right for sure. It's just that now the Lakers have a good game on their shoulders. Um, yeah. And I'm saying I think they only have one good game on Game Three was their best game hands down, um, and it showed. But the Suns have been playing very well, and I think they can definitely pull through if, if they if push comes to shove and. You know, if CP3 can muster 35 minutes in a game, like, I think we're okay. Doubt it. <laughs> but we'll see. So, so like, Booker, like, for next game, right? Which, is it? Is it tomorrow? Um, yeah, it is tomorrow. 
So, I don't know, by the time this podcast goes up, I don't even know if that game's going to be done or not, but, um, like, he's going to need to drop, like, a big game if if they want to tie, I think, right? Like, he's going to need, like, a 40-piece, probably, um, especially if CP3 is... I don't even know if that's going to uh, be enough, bro. He needs help. They, they yeah. need, Jay Crowder has been struggling this series. Man's been talking a lot of shit for shooting, like, 6% from three. You know what I mean? And yeah. <laughs> I mean, LeBron's son didn't... He's rattled, away, man. Bro. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think the whole team looks rattled. I feel like that's why they need CP because his leadership keeps them calm. I mean, he has the same yeah. effect that Rondo's had today on the Clippers. It's just like, I don't think they're much without him. And that's why I said earlier, I feel like he should have been the all-star for the Suns this year rather than Devin Booker. He makes this team go, and now we see what they are without him. But it's going to be tough. I don't even know if a 40-piece from Devin Booker like is, is going to be enough. They need, they need DeAndre Ayton to continue playing the way he's been playing. I feel like he's overdue for a bad game because he's been playing unusually good. Like he didn't play like this mm-hmm. during the re- regular season, and he's been putting up twenty and ten against the AD assignment, which is pretty impressive. Like I've been super surprised by him. He needs to keep playing like that, and he needs to be aggressive against AD. So we need them two to show up, and then guys like Cameron Payne to have the type of unbelievable game that he had in game one. He needs to keep shooting the ball like the way he is, and then the bench. You need Dario Saric. You need guys like Jay Crowder, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. You need those guys to show up too. They pretty much need a perfect game, I feel like. Because the Lakers now, when when LeBron's having fun, and when he's doing shit like laughing at the bench and then doing his little spin move, <laughs> that's how you know the series is like, it's a wrap. Bro. It's demoralizing, man. It's, it is. Like, when he's doing that to you, you're just like, bro, what are you going to do? If he's having, if he's toying around yeah. with you, he doesn't think you're they're, they're equal. So, it's so, just... So, I got a question for you guys. Because, like, we have, uh, we talked about Clippers series where... Kawhi and PG are two stars versus Luka, one star. Um, pretty much this Lakers and Suns now with Chris Paul out is like Devin Booker versus AD and LeBron. And Harshan was talking about the Suns' bench, but isn't the playoffs just like a matchup of stars? Aside from the Clippers, like maybe they're debunking this whole thing. But <laughs> actually the Clippers, I like I said, just cancel them, right? Because like like I just said, Luka and Paul uh, is just trashing two superstars um so but do you think like even with the cp3 the suns still had no chance it's like what else can the suns really do is what i'm trying to ask um you know mm-hmm. in the off season whatever because clearly they need another start because you see what ad and lebron do i mean yeah look up Kawhi. I... <laughs> <laughs> you might want this off season bro go, go talk you never know with Kawhi. he's he's not gonna tell anyone what he does the next move but yeah, the Suns definitely need that depth. Like they, if CP3 is gonna is here for here to stay as well, like they need to make you know make worth of that. Maybe add some young guards to play around him and develop around him as well. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Cameron Payne. <laughs> He's Payne okay. Here, don't forget about Mikael Bridges. Probably one. Mikael of Bridges is solid. Don't yeah he, yeah he he's a really he's a solid defender, wing defender. He has great. I think too. when he assi- he's assigned yeah when he's assigned to Braun like they need him to produce job. though offensively yeah. yeah of course because they're they're like a two two trick pony out there they only have you know Aiton yeah. and booker score right now which is not yeah. easy when you're facing up especially with Aiton's assignment you have drummond gasol off the bench you know like he he's yeah. got his he's young he's a young guy so like for him to deal with all these these vets um all game it's not easy but he's doing what he can do like i think he's doing the best job like i'm, I'm very proud of him like he's proving his you know his first round first pick of the 2018 yeah. draft really well. 
Um, so yeah, I, I I honestly think the the Suns are again looking great, looking like a as long as you know CP3 stays and you know they're they're good, like they'll they'll be making the playoffs in the next few years for sure. But they do need to add some depth. Uh, CP3 ain't getting any younger though. Yeah, yeah, their window is pretty small, man. Because like yeah. like yeah. you said, CP is injury prone, especially when it comes to the playoffs, and he's not getting any younger. And he's becoming less and less of a scorer and more of just like a guy that's just expected to pretty much facilitate. They don't, they don't really, I don't know. He's becoming like a Rondo type player essentially on the offensive end. Um, mm. His scoring ability is diminished a lot, so I think that's where that's where you're really gonna see a decline in the next years. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I think they should develop the young guys because they have a bright future. Like you know, you never know. Injuries come up, and that's when you got to take advantage, right? So if you have a deep yeah. team. Like he, like Harshan said, just pick up a few guys in the off season, develop your young guys. I I really like Mikael Bridges. I think he's gonna be one of the best three and D players, if not the best in the league. He's long, he can play, and he plays with a lot of passion. I like him. I like his brother too. They're both amazing. But that's what they need. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we picked. I mean, the our podcast was actually very divided. We thought that even this particular Suns team could beat. Uh, the Clippers in six or seven games, like we half the pod said the the Suns are gonna win this year, and half the pod said, <laughs> funny enough, everybody said the Clippers are gonna win. Now hold on though, more. to be to be fair, a lot of us are fairly petty. We just want Lakers um, to lose somebody other than the Lakers to actually go far. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, I put I'm not a huge Lakers fan. You guys know this. Yeah, that's and true. Sadly, I put the Lakers to win because I'm being realistic. <laughs> Yeah, being a little realistic. Um, What's gonna happen and what we want to happen is like very two different things when it comes to the Lakers because we know how good they are, but none of us really root for them. Loki, we still we want were, them. No, we were trying to manifest it, you know. Yeah, facts, yeah. facts. We're trying to no, but Rahul, like I'm be honest with you, like I put Lakers in seven. I didn't say the Suns were out. Like, you know, yeah, no, I get it. What I was like hoping CP3 would be healthy and you know LeBron with his yeah. injury would look yeah. a little yeah. worse. Um, yeah. So yeah. I was thinking maybe the Suns steal, you know, like the first two games. Um, or yeah. Yeah, at least they're up 2-1. And then you're like, okay, you know, the Suns just got to put two more games together. So it becomes a little bit believable. But now that they're down 2-1, yeah. um, to one, it's kind of like shit because There's LeBron's only going to get healthier. Yeah. yeah. Right? I think so we, I think this, again, we're this is probably one of the funnest series to watch, though. Speaking yeah, of series, sure. speaking of series... Um, and another team moves down two to one. Portland's down two to one to the Nuggets. So yeah. What I'm asking mm-hmm. of you guys: What does Portland need to do in the upcoming game to to tie it up? Play some defense. They need. <laughs> no, nah, they need to. They need to wrap this season up and then fire Stotts. And then and one two three trade Cancun, CJ and that's it. <laughs> yeah. I think yo, he's right though because I I honestly like. I don't know, like CJ, I know we love to talk about them as a backcourt and how dynamic they are and how well they score, but it's not working. Especially because they're so weak defensively and you need them on the floor. I wouldn't say Lillard is weak defensively, but he's average. And CJ is just undersized. You can't do much there. And then on top of that, when you have a guy like Nurkic who plays fucking zero defense, it's just like all around. (laughs) I mean, he's their only big defender though, so... As soon as he's like yeah. fouls, but out. he doesn't really use his size either. It's just like weird. Like they don't have any. I get it. He just size. fouls people, and he gets his six yeah. fouls and fouls out. Um, exactly. So I, I get that, but yeah, yeah. I. So what you guys think are saying? Portland is... should just blow up. They should just blow they it should. up. They should. Just Damian yeah, Lillard deserves you... better. He does, but are what you guys are saying is are Damian CJ the 
Walmart brand Splash Brothers? Is that what's going on? Is it was <laughs> a dynamic duo? It's a no name brand. That's no a, name brand. We're going no frills. All right, say yeah, less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. <laughs> I honestly no. I honestly I was disappointed because CJ he had an amazing season to start, and it looked it looked good. Like you know, Dame didn't have to carry every time, and then he got injured. Like yeah. so, CJ mm, can't get it, you know put up the same stats as Michael Porter Jr. That's the issue. He has to play better, and yeah, and like it's good on Michael Porter Jr. He's actually playing uh, pretty good. And that's yeah. another reason they're winning these games. But I mean, he's on the come rise. On, CJ's, on the rise. We've seen CJ do a lot better in the playoffs. So he, this, yeah, this is unacceptable. Um, honestly, I don't even think firing Terry, Terry Scotts is going to do anything. It's just blow up, blow up the team, set Dame free. Let's just get him a championship. <laughs> I don't want to see like Dame too loyal. Dame too loyal, man. He ain't going anywhere. He's, he's going to stay where he is. Who needs to step up though for Portland? Like for this particular series, because it, I mean it is still two one, and all games have been pretty. Close. It has to be CJ. Has to be CJ. But after the t- after the best two players, who really needs to step but up? But that's that the team? thing. No one else can step up because you can't yeah. guard the Joker. It's like that's they have no matchup for him right now. But I feel like yeah, they can't also one more thing I want to mention, and this is regarding the Nets. The Gordon trade is looking like a real success right now. The way he's been playing this series, especially when he was guarding Lillard in Game Two. Like that trade has worked out perfectly for them. He's fitting in great on that team. Yeah. I mean, he's using his. It looks sustainable, bro. Like he, the Nuggets, should, yeah. even past the series, moving forward, he should finish this might be sustainable for the Nuggets. You said he was guarding. He was guarding Lillard game two. Didn't Lillard go off that game? game? Well, he went off, but that that his assignment, like he wasn't guarding him from tip. At some points in the game, he started guarding him, and in game three as well, and he did a really good job. Like he actually limited Dame. Mm-hmm. At some points, and he irritated him. So I feel like he, if they do more of that, I feel like that can work because he's a big body that's mobile. That's exactly what they need against a guy like Lillard, right? Because I don't think that uh, Composo can stay in front of him, so that's not a good matchup. No, and they got Austin Rivers, bro. <laughs> what happened to Austin Rivers? This man turned into MJ. This man turned into Austin Curry. But he really won them that game, though. So that's the thing with the Nuggets. They're deep as fuck. Like, on any given night, they after are Rupich, not they deep can as have fuck. A, they are, they are not they really Nuggets. Do. No, no. If I they honestly think the, the Nuggets. If Jamal they were, Murray, they if they weren't be, deep as fuck after the Jamal Murray they, they injury, they would have imploded. They used to be very deep. I think what's happening this season is Jokic is taking on more responsibility on for the team with the you know the, the lack of depth they used to have, which is why he's in the MVP conversation. I don't think one. they've lost much depth though. Yeah, they lost. Obviously, they lost um, uh, Jeremy Grant. They lost PJ Hampton, guys like that. But yes, Gary and Jamal Harris. Murray went down and. And Gary Harris, there's that was like that was that was their major rotation. Jamal Murray, Gary I Harris. I mean, Gary Harris know, was not a big contributor. Like, Millsap is old now. Like they they they've kind of deteriorated from when they were a couple years ago. And that that Nuggets team was like infamously deep. Like we had like I remember watching those games. Like holy crap, this team is deep. If but, you know, but harsh they and, are deep I, because I, every guy stepped up. Like MPJ's taken that number two role and he's embraced it and he's played really well. So that's why I feel like they're deep. You know what I mean? Because every well, like, guy is taking... It doesn't matter to be deep all the way through 12. You know, like the playoffs are just eight. Yeah, like, exactly. Because is saying the guys are stepping up. So sure, you lost Gary Harris, but he wasn't doing anything, uh, to be honest with you. Because yeah. Will Barton's there. They don't need old. Gary Harris when Will Barton is in the lineup. And he's probably the one that's going to get the minutes, right? So I just Barton's feel like... not playing right now. Is he not he's playing? Not playing. He... Yeah, he has. he's been out for this basically the series. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So well, I mean, I'm saying, just, man, like that kind of proves my been, point. Then I mean, even without Will Barton and Jamal Murray. Yeah. But again, like to Raul's point, like Dozier's yeah, out too. They've adjusted. There you go. Yeah, and Dozier's. Yeah. So to Raul's point, they've adjusted. 
Joker's MVP. We've said this. Whoever said no in this podcast, bloody guys. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Kush. Yeah, that's me still. Yeah, beat is uh, my MVP. Me don't matter. Still, uh, Philly's up too. Don't worry. Philly's <laughs> up against Washington, bro. Dude, I'm beat humping the air. We're not even talking about like just. Oh yeah, what the fuck was that celebration? That shit oh was my jokes. God, that was just disgusting. <laughs> that was some what the DX shit, the DX uh, from WWE. That was, yes, I think that's what he was trying exactly. to do. That was jokes. Any funny guy. Any. Yeah, we'll see the um, funny guy once Giannis kills him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. That's if they match up against him. I think it's gonna be Bucks and Nets next. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be well, either way. Katie's uh, gonna fool him too. So Embiid is just he's gonna be useless. Mm. Let's see. <laughs> Yeah, that series is in the bag, but um, yeah, I honestly think this Denver Portland series again another fun series to watch. Again, I I'm already gonna say this. I'm calling this now. This playoffs is already better than last playoffs by a huge factor. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Been crazy. But what's the reason for that? Is it just because the games I are feel much like closer? Game, not even like the game. I think there's more competent teams this year. Um, I think this season, you know, there's less less health issues. More teams look ready. So there's less excuses, and it wasn't the Mickey Mouse Championship. So I'm just gonna say that. Again. <laughs> you won um, your Mickey Mouse Championship. Hey, where do they play? Just where uh, do they play? I'm gonna buy you a Mickey Mouse <laughs> shirt for your birthday. Yeah, I'm honestly I'm gonna wear. I mean, anytime I drop the drop the pot, I'll wear a Mickey Mouse shirt just to prove my point. All right, all right, let's get a video component going. We'll ring. talk to our production crew and get we that. We gotta started. get that. We gotta get that. We gotta get that. Get the prod crew going. Do we'll some merch. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. Mickey Mouse ring on her shirts and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I agree with Harshan. And I think we have a lot more uh, young stars that are ready this year. Um, exactly. That's kind of made it better also. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, the 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 next generation of players, like, they've all stepped up this year. Like, Trey, oh, yeah. Luca, Ja. Um, those are all 2018. All like, guys. you just mentioned Trey and Luca. That's a 2018 draft. You had Aiton in there, too. Yeah. Um, you yeah. had MPJ in there too. That's four guys. Yeah. Deep that draft. draft that, that draft is deep. Very that deep, a deep draft. That might that yeah. might be one of the mm-hmm. best in recent. That might end up being better than the Luca. I mean the Zion and Jaw draft in 2019. Well, in terms the of Zion the number of successful Jaw draft players, just Zion and Jaw. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. top. The Zion and Jaw was <laughs> yeah. That's legit. Just those two, and after that was like, wasn't that deep? Whereas this one was like that was a pretty deep draft. Beyond Bagley being over overdrafted clearly, but um. Yeah, that, that draft Kings. is really That's because the Kings can't draft anyone besides uh, Fox and <laughs> who they drafted uh, last year. I forget his name. Yeah. Halliburton? Yeah. Halliburton. Halliburton. Yeah, he, he's actually a solid pick. Um, Let's get a petition started yeah. to move the Kings out of there. Yeah, Trey's Tra- <laughs> earned bear ratings, bro. This offseason, this uh, playoffs, not offseason. Yeah. He's, he's, bro, I didn't expect him to be shit talking the way he is in, in the MSG and hushing the crowd. Oh, I like, love it. I, I love it. I never expected this from... I never knew he was like this. And Draymond mm-hmm. tweeted about it. He's like, I'm so glad people can now see that Trey Young is actually one of the best shit talkers in the NBA. And I had no idea. I had no idea. And I think He's a lot becoming of a villain, which is actually really cool. <laughs> I actually yeah, like that. Yeah, he's like, embracing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he he's like, fuck it. it. I'm going to be the villain. I don't care. His hair like, fits <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got that like Bro, villain hair. Having, having MSG and all of New York like cussing you out spitting that, at that's you goals that's Not goals bro spitting at you these guys are <laughs> okay i don't know about now. the spitting but like, yeah. bro, like some fans take it too far <laughs> but yeah you know like that shit is crazy like what what trey is doing like i think 
if if they make it to the next round, I think they've already surpassed expectations. Like I don't think many people really took the Hawks seriously. You gotta you gotta give thanks to Nate McMillan though. Nate McMillan, you know what Yo, I'm saying? Yo, that guy mm. turned his team around. Pacers not even the playoffs. Come on, like Pacers clown clowning out there. Can we talk about firing? Julius Randle, <laughs> aka Bubble Siakam? What's going on here? <laughs> Bubble Siakam. What's going on? All I'm here? gonna say is MIP is apparently cursed because. Yeah, facts. Siakam won that, and then he saw what happened with him. Now Randall. Fucking Julius Randall uh, turned into David West, bro. What the no, fuck? I, okay, so I think the issue with like uh, Randall is like this is probably the year defenses have actually focused in on him, and in the playoffs it gets a lot harder. Even though it's, you're against playing against yeah. the Hawks, um, people start to know your patterns. You know, like after two games and a three games, four games, like as you go down the series, people know your moves. And he's not like yeah. an yep. elite ball handler. With Trey, ever since he entered the league, its defense is having focus on him because the Hawks were so trash. It was like, okay, just guard Trey Young. So he's kind of like used to this, and um, he's an excellent ball handler, and just his spacing, like that's what benefits him. Whereas Randall, um, he just he can't really create because it's like defenses are focusing on him. They're like, okay, let other people, yeah. you know, beat us in a regular season yeah. game. And it's that's different. the, yep, yeah. And that's the thing, being a number one option in the regular season versus the playoffs is a completely different beast. And that was a lot of the reason why Siakam struggled in the bubble because, um, you know, he had to adjust to like defenses pretty much just honing in on him. Um, even though they were focusing in on him in the regular season, it wasn't to that extent. Um, you know, peep the teams have like the full scouting report on your moves and everything, his spin move, which everyone clowns. Um, so pretty much the same thing happening with Randall right now. Uh, so do you guys like the we'll way see how that, he bounces back? Do you like the way that Trey plays? Because I know you guys did mention he's a shot creator and he he's able to create space on his own, he's but he does also draw a lot of fouls. And a lot he, of people don't like his foul hunting. So do you he, guys mind he, he, it? Do you guys he, don't care? How do you guys feel about that? He does. He does snap his head back quite a bit when he gets like was like physical contact, which I don't yeah. like too much. But he's abusing he's abusing the foul calls a lot, but honestly, like, he's evolved now, his game. Bro. Harden does it too. He, you yeah, know? you know, he's evolved his game accordingly. Like he doesn't exactly you know, last season I was watching him play compared to this season. I'm like, he's a he's a different player. He's definitely um he's up to his, you know, IQ a little bit. Uh, his yeah. you know, there's a reason why they're successful this season is because he's doing what he has to do for the team to win. He's not doing something, you know, for him to look like the best player on the court now. So I I like that. Speaking of players that changed their game, I just got to show some love to Derrick Rose. Oh, yeah. I was just about My to say. dude is turn back the clock completely. He's starting now. <laughs> he had <laughs> the most field goals on the entire Knicks roster. The entire Knicks roster only put up a maximum of three field goals each. Yeah. He's been, he's is, been the one bright spot for that team, man. It's been yes, amazing. You know what? I'm okay with that. Because you know what? it makes me happy that you can have a comeback like that in exactly, the NBA. Exactly, exactly. Um, I wouldn't even call him, it turning back the clock. I think he reinvented no. himself, to be honest. Exactly. That's yeah, what he did. Crazy. Right? He didn't have to use his crazy explosiveness that he used to have. Now he's he's pure finesse. You know, he's more of a mature player. He's playing in the you know way you should in the modern NBA. Um, and I feel like, you know, if he, if he had the supporting cast like he did back, you know, in 20, 2011... Maybe the Knicks would have been better off, but right now I feel like this current Knicks team doesn't have that capacity for him to be successful, um, especially if Randall's playing like this. So yeah, I just want to show some love to D Rose, man. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of comeback stories. So, um, shout out to D Rose. Yep, 
Speaking of comeback stories that are likely not going to happen, why don't we talk about the Bucks versus the Heat since uh, this is essentially over? Um, Bucks won <laughs> up 3 0 last night. It's about right now. <laughs> yes, man, it is about the jinx. It right is now. not happening. I mean, we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago, bro. Every, I mean, even I sort of gave the Heat credit since because of last year, and I said they're going to be dark horses. I took the Bucks in seven also because I started overthinking and I thought, Jimmy, you can't count Jimmy out. But they look, they look terrible they look nothing like last year's team and i had a feeling this was going to happen where's tyler hero this man's a fraud this man's hiding behind katya <laughs> right now fraud. somewhere behind her booty cheeks where's, where's bam bam is having another bubble siakam experience it seems like everybody's turning into siakam why which is makes siakam's siakam name is slander for you bam was oh never my that God. good offensively i think no, he was never that good offensively. Bam was not that good offensively. Uh, no. I don't know. He was. He's not. He was. He's not. He's just like he's like another Siakam. Like I'm not gonna trust him with the ball. And but the thing is, bro, he's missing like six foot floaters. He's used to making those. He can. He's missing point blank shots. And they're leaving what, him open. Though? Like on people not defending him. Now there's like exactly actually, nobody's like, defending him. Defending him. And bro, they left him open and he still didn't make it. Like he's legit miss he has no confidence this series. Mind you, this Bucks team is a different team in total too. I feel exactly. like I look it up and down. Like this Bucks team, like I like it better than the way they used to be. Um that old Bucks team was a regular season phenom, but from the playoffs they couldn't compete. I'm now, glad. I'm with glad you Drew Holiday this. in there, like I'm glad you're you know, finally changing the pace. It's been a game changer. You know, yeah, changing the pace for them, like, you know, not relying on Giannis to bring the ball up like it's nuts like I I love it like it, it's I think the worst thing the Heat are doing is they're not they're not playing any games that are close all these games are 15 20 point slaps I feel like they need to put the pressure on the Bucks a little bit and if they kept it close and we'd actually get to see can can Giannis play under pressure which he failed to do previously in the playoffs like what does he do when things are close and tight Right now, they don't have to. They can just rely on the but other guys to make shots. Think, they just go straight I think to that's Milton. what's different about Giannis this series. He's giving other people the ball, and not that you have right, right, another right, creator. Right. So it's yeah. like right. they can trust defer to him, people, right? Yep, yep, and, definitely. And the thing that's happening here is uh, Giannis is guarding Jimmy. So a lot of the Heat's offense. Um, so I was listening, I think, to Zach Lowe or whatever. So they they brought this up. A lot of the Heat's offense starts with Jimmy. You know breaking down the defense just like chris paul breaks down for the suns right now tyler hero is mm-hmm. doo-doo because if jimmy can't break down that defense <laughs> he can't do anything so that's straight up what's that's happening the thing. It's, and this is what Kawhi should be doing with the uh, with luca at least like i know luca's a hundred times better uh than jimmy but Kawhi is also supposed to be one like arguably the top defender so he should at least, you know, slow down Luca and make it more difficult for everyone else. So it's the same concept. But Giannis this year was like, you know, he has that whole team has like that Raptors vibe that like we're not going to quit. We're going to put our foot down and we're not going to let off. Um, that's what kind of what I'm seeing here. It, it has also like that old um, LeBron Miami vibe where like they they know what to get done. They have that Spurs vibe. Like, they have that championship vibe to them, which the Lakers also are starting to show. So that's the worrisome part mm. if uh, if you're going to face the Bucks, It's like these guys, they're not going to, you know, say, oh, we're the favorites in the series. They're just going to go out and get the job done. Just like the Heat did last they year. They did lose Dante DiVincenzo. Um, we heard this morning that he had a tendon in his, uh, some tendon injury in his, I think it was his left foot. 
So they've lost him for the playoffs. Although he was shooting pretty poorly, I feel like he was um, pretty good on defense. So I don't know how that impacts them. But yeah, overall, bro, the Bucks are different. And Bucks and Nets are looking like the stars are going to align in round two. And they're about to match up. And this is going to be a hell of a series. It's going to be a hell of a series between a really good defensive and now offensive team in the Bucks against an even better offensive team, an all-time offensive team in the Nets. Um, the matchups are going to be interesting. I think we mentioned it a couple of pods ago. I, I feel like the Bucks are the best built to beat the Nets, if anybody, or challenge them in any way. Yeah. And so... Yeah, the matchups for sure. Um, it's going to yeah, be interesting. Those individual matchups are going to be so good to watch. Yeah, because yeah. I honestly could see that them, I'm like, the, the Nets though, with, don't have anything for Giannis. With the DiVincenzo out, it, like I said, it kind of breaks down their defense. So now... Um, the Nets have someone to pick on, like Forbes or someone. And that kind of worries me going into yeah. the second round. Mm. Um, yeah, it does. So let's see what the Nets do because they honestly what they do is whichever big three can find a defender to pick on, they throw the ball to them and it's iso ball. But to be fair, like they're the three best iso scorers. So so let's see. I think, I think this injury, we're underrating it right now, but I think against the Nets, it's going to play pretty big. Yeah, yeah, um, that's an interesting one. Um, I think that's essentially the gist of it, to be honest. I think we covered all the series that we were interested in talking about, all the main players we were interested in talking about. So, um, yeah, that's a wrap for, like, the first couple of weeks of the playoffs, which has been, honestly, it's been better couple than... couple weeks? Sorry, it's been a couple it's been, of games it's been for like, each it's been series. Like one, it's been, like, one week, bro. One week, a couple of games per series, <laughs> plus one, like, three games for some series. But, um, yeah, it's been a quick-ass week. It's felt like, um, yeah. I don't know, that was pretty fast. I mean, but, yeah, it's, it's it's kind of flying by. But we've had a game each. We've had, you know, at least three games each day. So it's been a lot of fun. I've honestly just been consuming basketball for the last week and not doing jack shit. But I've been loving it. <laughs> um, every game has been amazing. So I hope that continues. Uh, let's see tomorrow's matchups. I don't know. Maybe I'll get you guys' predictions for what's going to happen tomorrow. Let me just look that up. And we'll end it off there. So tomorrow's matchups. Who do we got tomorrow? Any predictions? We got Bucks and Heat. I think the Bucks wrap it up tomorrow. I think this is over in four. Nets and Nuggets and Trailblazers. Damn. I think I'm going to give the next one to the Trailblazers. I think Portland ties it up. I think Philly wraps... That game up, they go up 3-0. I think Jazz win against the Grizz. So that's my predictions. Can we talk about Jaw though quickly? Like he's oh, next up, bro. The... What can I say? I don't mm. know what to say, but this guy's up here. This guy's already sh- like proving that he is the best young guard in the league that we already expected him to be. Like we didn't expect him to be this good this early, but he's a dog. And he's not afraid of the moment. So it's just Amen. Yeah. They're the next grit and grind Grizz. So like they, I love it. I love it that they have a young dynasty they built on their own, um, and you know the future is looking bright for that team. So again, I, I, the West somehow always turns into this big dogfight of of teams. <laughs> um, you know, you got Luca and friends. You got John friends. <laughs> so friends. like it, it's it's gonna be good. Like I'm I'm excited. Uh, I don't I'm expect stressed. much from them. This I don't I don't expect much from them from this series. Um, but in the future, I know he's going to pull all this experience together and then they're going to come back stronger every year. Um, so let's see. 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even count them out this series. It could, you know, because we don't know about Donovan's health. We don't know. So it's sort of up in the air for me. I need to see Donovan play next game because he was on a minutes restriction. Let's see how he plays. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't tweak anything. Let's see how it goes uh, tomorrow at 9.30 p.m. But, uh, yo, yeah, yo, yo, that'll quick, wrap. Quick question. If if I gave you courtside seats to any game in one of these series, which one are you guys taking? The ones from tomorrow or yeah. just in general? Just tomorrow. Which, um, one, which one would you want to be courtside? Portland, Nug- Portland Nuggets. Definitely Nuggets sure. and Trailblazers. Yeah, because yeah, Dame is yeah. there and, like, bro, I'm trying to sh- sh- Hyper see offensive local Lillard game. versus Nikola Jokic. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just all offense. Defense is voluntary in those games. And so that's for fans. All that's right, the so, best game. So, sure. uh, you know what game all of us are going to be watching? Which one? Yeah, the true. Nuggets and Trailblazers. <laughs> yeah. Nuggets and Portland. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Facts. Facts. <laughs> I think because that's the closest one. The Bucks and Heats is a wrap. Sixers and Wizards is a wrap. And. I don't know if people consider Memphis a serious uh, threat to Utah. So, like, I think the Nuggets and Portland series is probably the one that everybody's interesting, interested in seeing how it ends. Um, but yeah, that's that's gonna wrap it up for today. That was a that was a, we tried to make it short, but obviously it was so much to cover. Um, still went over forty, but whoever made it this far, thank you for listening. Um, I'm pretty sure it's just one of our fucking guys from the podcast group. <laughs> but if there's anybody else listening, hey, we got some you. fans out there. Yeah, we. I hope we do. Um, we you know, we love you. Us. We love you. We fans. love you. Thank you for your loyalty. We love you, the one guy who's watching. Thanks. We love you, the one yeah. fucking loser who's Thank still you listening for your to support. us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can spend your time doing many things, but thank you for listening to us instead. We appreciate you. Um, and yeah, that's gonna be a wrap for today. That's episode eleven. Um, watch out for our next episode, probably in the next couple of days, actually, because um, series series are going to start to wrap up. Some teams are going to get swept and finish in five. So we're probably going to be recording sometime soon again. Uh, but that's a wrap. So we're checking out. It's 1.22 a.m. So it's time for bed, boys. Have a good night. Thank you for showing up. Peace.